Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Uh, most times we are told, you can be asked to come serve and say, hey God, but today I just want to tell us that Christ is calling us just the way we are and he loves us just the way we are. He doesn't want us to come when we are all sorted up, sparsed up, we've sorted our issues. He says, just come the way you are. And I just want us to share with that. And I want to say thank you for Fred. Hey, last Sunday only in the challenge, yani. Hey, you know, to the lunch kwa a five-star hotel, so today I just want to take you to the Kibandaski. <laughs> after after Fred could set you up here, yeah. But I want to say thank you because you, you you just reminded us that Jesus is there for the being. He was there in the beginning. He's there now, and I do that. And you know, this thing had been had challenged me at first. To keep Kianza Bible study, the first time I was doing Bible study, Pastor Fred and how do you see Jesus in this book? Nasaido took the Old Testament. Hey, in the Old Testament, how is Jesus seen in, in this book? But at least Fred told us that Jesus, he was there from the from Old Testament to, to you. So, Thank you for reminding. So, Kisemba, even if you come to your story, hey, your kid will come. You will cost that you can be. You can So, you can amazing But as time went by, I could you could now start seeing Christ in the words of the of the Old Testament, and I just want us to continue from there and seeing that God from all from the from the Old Testament to now, He's just been calling us. He just wants us to draw closer to our, to Him, just the way we are. And I, I want us to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 1 to 17. Matthew 1, which talks about the family line of Jesus. So, Matthew 1, 1, uh, 1 to 7, this is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac was the father of Jacob, Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Abinadam, Aminadam the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asa. Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uziah, Uziah, the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Ammon, Ammon, the father of Josiah, and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. 
after the exile of Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shantiel. Shantiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abi, Abihud. Abihud, the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eliezer. Eliezer, the father of Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who was called the Messiah. Thus, there were 14 generations in all, from Abraham to David, 14 from David to, the, to exile to Babylon, and 14 from exile to the Messiah. Lord, may you bless the reading of your word. Yeah, uh, you might be wondering, so, his story in the I think the, the Chronicles in Ilibamba this, this, this time, I was learning more on the Chronicles. But it's so interesting if you look at uh, the line of Jesus. And it, it says that in the book of what was the line of Jesus as indicated in the book of Matthew is different from the one which was done in the book of Luke. Because also Luke did the, the, the family line of Jesus, but it's different. And I, I decided just to Google this, my friend. I decided to Google, like, why is it that these two are, are different? So it says that the one for the, in the book of Matthew, there was, there, there's a purpose why Matthew decided to do that. Because even you can see it started from Abraham, but looking at Adam. So it was, and he has, he has said that there are 14 generations in it. So there was a purpose on why. He, he decided to do that. And one, why he did that is one, he wanted to highlight Jesus' inclusive family. He wanted just to show that the Lord uses anyone just the way he are. The Lord uses us despite our past, our baggage we are carrying. And that was one of the things he wanted to portray. And how do we see that from the genealogy of Jesus? How do we see that God is calling each and everyone despite our past? As he says, just come the way you are. This is shown by the ladies who are putting the genealogy of Jesus. Four of the ladies who are putting the genealogy of Jesus. These ladies had their own baggages these ladies had their own past. An interesting thing is that these ladies were not, were not Israelites, but they came from the neighboring, the neighboring uh, tribes, which God had told the Israelites not to intermarry. The neighboring tribes, which had caused Israel to, to, to sin against the Lord. But he was able to, they have been able to be put in the line of Jesus. And this shows you that Jesus is calling us the way we are. It doesn't matter about our past. And when you look at them, you can, I know we know them, there's Tama, and we, we know what Tama did. Tama, she didn't have kids, and it said that she, 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 got, she knew the word which God had put on Judah, because Judah was to be the line of God and decided that with no kids, I won't go out to look for kids. And he slept with his father-in-law. 
and, that, and, that, and that's how the lie knows. So, hiyo ndi ile kitu hata kanisani ukisikia na but she was she was part in the in the in the in the line and then we go to Rahab it's in the bible say Rahab the prostitute but she is in the in the line of Jesus she had her baggage but she came to be in the line of Jesus and and it says that how she came to to be in the line of Jesus when Jericho was the spies went to Jericho she was able to 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 help the spies and save them not to be executed so she did a favor to to a god who she didn't know about it wasn't a god but ali ali, ali sema by your name of your god when you guys take over because i know your god is powerful he's going to take over kindly remember me and my family so is that and she came to be bad so her past about her prostitution and what didn't deter her from being part in the lineage of jesus the other one was ruth who we are told she was a Moabite, and she decided to forsake her idols, the Moabite idols, to come follow Yahweh, the God Almighty. So she said to Ruth, your God will be my God. I'll forsake all other gods and, and to do that. And this just shows us that it's not our past God wants to look at. It's your heart. Do you want to serve him? When he calls you, do you want do you want to serve me? Because he says, those who seek the Lord will find him. And he wants to use our story for his glory. He wants to use your past, the, the scars you have, he wants to use it for his glory, for his encouragement. And even you can remember last month when we were doing the testimonies, we were talking of how the Lord has delivered us. He wants to use that for others to come to know about God. Because out of our testimonies, it's when others will come to appreciate who God is. So at most times, when we are asked to serve, we look at what we don't have. Hey Lord, do you know that me nina baggage But God says, come the way you are. Come as you are with your baggage. I want to use that bucket for my glory. I want to use your ashes. I want to bring beauty out of your ashes because I'm the master planner. I want to make you a masterpiece for my glory. So when you think you are broken, you can't serve the Lord. The Lord says, I want to give beauty to your brokenness. Would you come to me in this? And we can see that as we do life, even as, as normal believers, we know that we usually don't go by what we are told about someone. Most times we don't believe that unless we, we confirm it ourselves. What is this about that? And I believe even in our Christian work, we can't get to be friends with God by what Pastor Fred preaches to us, by what our parents taught us, by what our friends talk about us, talk about Jesus about. We can only be friends with him by us walking with him and experiencing him. Because God said, uh, when the Israelites were coming back from exile, he said, I'll give you guys a new command a new covenant for you. 
I'll write my laws in your heart, I'll put them in your mind, which meant that his relationship with us is on one-on-one -on -one basis. It's not a global thing. It's just me and you, a personal relationship. You have to work with me to know who I am, what, what I do. And I believe that's why when Moses asked him, when he was telling him, go to the Israelites and tell them, I'm coming to rescue them. I asked, when they asked me, this God of my forefathers, who, what's his name? And the Lord said, I am who I am. I am who I am. Why did he say, I am who I am? I believe that if he say that, I am Jehovah Jireh, we will box him to that. To the court killer time to Nambongalia as that. But he says, I am who I am. Walk with me and you will know you. My story about Christ cannot be your story about Christ. How Christ has, has come through for me cannot be your story. He is the same God, but we have different ways on how we encounter And I believe that's how it is. Even when we come share our testimonies, God will not come to you the same way he came to me. He will come to you in a different way. And even you see, even in the, in, when Jesus was, was healing, he didn't do a miracle twice. One man came, he, was, he had leprosy, and he touched him and, and told him, you are well, and the guy was well. Ten guys came with leprosy, he didn't touch them. He told them, go show yourself to the, to the priest. And in their act of obedience, they go to it. So each of us will experience Christ his own way. So as he says, come the way you are. He wants to use your story, he wants to use your past, he wants to use your testimony for his own glory. And it won't be the same as mine. It will be for you because you'll encounter a God in yourself. And that's why even right now when I ask you who is Christ for you, each of us will have our own stories because we have encountered him in one way or, or the other. So this is why he says, just come the way you are. Just come the way you are with your baggage. I want to bring beauty out of your baggage. And, and he says in Matthew, if you look at Matthew 28, 30, come to me all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for your yoke for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And he tells us, just come the way you are, with all your burdens. Vile tu uko, vile tu uko. That's how I, I want you. Because unlike the others, after Wendoji, Ufanye Vitu, though you come to God, he says, vile uko, and he loves you the way, the way you are. And it's interesting because if we look at the Bible, most of the time it's, been, it's talking about our relationship with God. It's a walk with Him. It's a walk with Him. And it says that walking with someone is the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the slowest mode of transportation compared to the, to the others. Donkeys, nili, and it's tiresome compared to the others. Thing. But he, he says that as you, as you walk, you get to know Him. Like if you come, I look at Joker, 
He carries you as a father carries the son. That's what he assures us. So in this walk, when you get tired, he carries you as a father carries the son. So it's just a walk. As we walk with him, let's get to experience him. Let's get to know him more and more. Let's forget about what is told about Jesus and just come to experience him the way we are. And in Revelations 3.20, he tells us that here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. He comes and knocks the door and during this Christmas, when God comes and knocks at the door, will you open <laughs> will you open the door for him and let him in? Will you let him be born in your heart for you to experience him? When he knocks at the door, will you open for him? Or will you be like the Jews who the Lord knocked but they rejected him and why did they reject him because his grace and power exposed their lack of both his truth exposed their errors and they felt that this message is too hard for us and let's just forget it with the messenger and said so will we be like them and say hey god is it expose or will you be like Pilate's wife? Pilate's wife aliamokuwa katikati. Pilate, when he was trying Jesus, the wife sent him a message and told him, don't have anything to do with the innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. And this is because God stirs up our hearts. And when he stirs up our hearts, it's for us to, to choose a side. Will we walk with him or will we walk on our own strength? And in Revelation it says, if you are lukewarm, he spits you. You have to be either cold and hot. So will you be lukewarm and stand in the between, between hot and cold? Or will you take your stand? And lastly, as God knocks on the door, will we be like Paul who accepted? Paul Alisemas Nisawa God, Nimimi Twende, Nayo Nayo. Yeah, will we be like him who accepted him? And Christ was able to turn his zeal for persecuting the, the church to him to spread his word. Because that's what he wants to use. He, he wants to use. He used his zeal. Yeah. So he wanted to use that gift for God's glory. And we, we, we can see what God did with, with Paul's life. So which of these three will you be during this time of Christmas? As he knocks at your door. As he has been calling you to be the friend. Which of these will you be? Will you be the Jews who decided, no, this is hard for us? Would you be like Pilate's wife who said, just avoid that issue, avoid it? Or will you be like Paul and say, 
Lord, here I am, use me. What I am saying is that God has a perfect plan for the scars we are carrying. Because he's the master builder and he wants to make us into his masterpiece for his glory. He wants to make us a beauty of art. He wants to turn our mourning into darkness, our shame into glory, to bring beauty to our ashes, to bring our dry bones back to life into a vast army, to turn our hearts of stone to a heart of flesh and for him to pour our hearts. But are we ready to open the door for him? Are we ready to walk with him? Because all he wants is just to use our brokenness for his glory. As we've seen from the lives of the ladies in the, in the Bible, they had their past, but since they, they decided to seek him, he was able to, to, use, to use them for his glory. And he says, in 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new has come. When he, when he comes, you invite him. It's, your past is gone and the new is come. And him is not like man who will remember the past. Him is not like that. If it's gone, it's gone. The past is gone and the new is come and is calling us just the way we are. Just the way we are. Another thing which we see in this lineage of Jesus as shown in Matthew, it's one, it wants to show us God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. Because it says, Matthew's lineage did not primarily, yeah, primarily, wasn't primarily about the people in the family line. It wasn't just about the people in the family line. If you look at Luke, he was specific because from David, in, in the book of, of Matthew, from David, it went to Solomon and the, the kings of Israel. But if you look at the book of Luke, from David, it went to Nathan. So in, Luke was specifically in the, in the, he was looking at the people, but in, in, in the book of Matthew, he, he wanted to show God's faithfulness that no matter what happens, the plan I have for you, it has to come to the end. Yeah. And one of the things that God tells us is, is the, he tells us that he has loved us with an, an everlasting love. He has loved us with an, an everlasting love. His love, it's unconditional. Unlike other, other people's love, his love is unconditional. And that's why he gave us his one and only son to come down for us. So he loves us the way we are with his unconditional love. So when we think that, hey, these things are, he loves us. Hey, God, because he loves us with an everlasting love. And he tells us in Matthew, in Romans 8:35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness, or danger, or sword. Verse 37 said, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. 
For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor the powers, neither heights nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. So nothing, nothing whatsoever can separate us from the love of Christ. And he loves us just the way we are. And most times we fall for the lie of the enemy which tells us when this happens is when I'll do this. When I get this is when I tithe. When my income gets to this, it's a lie of the enemy which will never end. It's just, will just make us go in circles. And as we do that, we end up experiencing God's goodness. God's goodness. And my word for us, even as I conclude, is that God is calling us just the way we are. And he loves us just the way we are. Just the way we are. And I want to conclude with a hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't sing it because last time I sang the poster for Bestango Kanabe Boss. So understand could add to the Lord, yeah. But I just want to share with us just the words of the of the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. This is one song we've I've been singing it all through. But there's one time when things were hard and I was walking and then I just meditated on the words, listen to the words what which which are in these words, and it's really encouraging. So it says, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. This was my, my cracker. What peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So we are suffering some pains and some troubles, but it's because that we are not going to the Lord. He's, and he's there waiting for us to go. He said, have, have we trials and temptation? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to God in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are you weak and heavy laden? Come but be the Lord of care. Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do your friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord of, in prayer. In his, arm, in his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou will find our solace there. And I believe this is the friend that we have in Jesus. He's there for us. And he tells us, come the way we are. He's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. A friend who overlooks our broken fence and admires the beautiful flowers in your garden. And he loves us the way we are. So at a time when we come to him and say, God sits in Otuko, you are mine. May God bless you.
Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.